Hello, and welcome once again to another episode of Third Action. I'm your lovely host, Jason, and these are the same three cursed amulets that were here last week. Joining us in the bottom left is Asher Ford Human Ranger, played by Shar. Hi, we didn't get strangled. <laughs> in the bottom middle, we have Greshy Ironroot Dwarven Druid, played by Will. Not for lack of trying. And at the bottom right, we have Gun Show, Human Champion of Arastal, played by Adam. I don't know what you're talking about. It looks like a perfectly ordinary necklace to me. <laughs> uh, and today we have a game, hopefully. So, let's see. Uh, jumping right in. Uh, last time on third action. Actually, is the music really soft? Have I done something? Let me bump that up a little bit. Okay. I mean, I can hear it. It seems pretty reasonable to me. Alright, that seems fine. Uh, anyway, last time on Third Action, our group of intrepid adventurers uh, made their preparations for their uh, trip to seek out the lost city uh, of Golden Greed, aka Zin Shalast. Um, they've been following up on the rumors of a group of dwarves uh, that have made their way uh, or that at some point seem to have discovered the Golden City and returned to Riddleport uh, in search of uh, supplies and protection uh, for their second foray. Um, this was about a year ago, and they seem to be very secretive about their, their route and their cause. Um, or not cause, but their route and their, their plans. Uh, but our group did manage to uh, find a map to their uh, proposed campsite. Um, as well as some additional information on that group of dwarves. Uh, you spent the rest of the evening... Well, uh, Greshi spent the evening... Um, drinking. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. He took the details of the, uh, the list of names of the group of dwarves uh, very hard, it seems, uh, and retreated to a pub where he found a longtime friend, Fen, uh, who he had been searching for. Um, she apparently has joined the Pathfinder Society, or is trying to join the Pathfinder Society, uh, and was looking for... Well, she's LFG uh, in town. Um, the party gave her some tips, promised her uh, future connections, uh, <laughs> and after some shopping and a narrow incident of almost killing a shopkeeper... Uh, with the cursed item he tried to sell them. Uh, the group, the next day on, I believe this is Star Day, uh, so Saturday for you, you normies out there, um, uh, the party wakes up first thing in the morning, uh, heads out to the outside to the streets, uh, and casts... Uh, which spell is this? Is this Windwalk, right? Not... This is Windwalk, I... Windwalk, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um, okay. So yes, that is, uh, I guess, where we're going to jump in. The party is in the center of, of the street. Uh, wind is swirling around you. You all um, start to feel light. Um, the, the winds begin to lift you up into the air uh, as a crowd of people assemble to look at this feat of uh, magic being performed uh, before them. Um, this is a very high-level spell, and uh, it certainly attracts attention 
um, amidst the people walking the streets. Um, people are clutching their, their cloaks and uh, rags, uh, keeping trying to keep their coin purses from flying away in the wind. And you, you lift up and then start to drift, uh, I guess, in the direction that Greshi uh, gestures with the staff. Um, and you all begin flying in a direction. Oh, hey, Nat 20 Productions and Tabletop Rolls. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the raid. And thanks for the, oh. the follows that we got uh, early in the stream. Zelliger and Radagast. And I think we got an Anim 5 a few days ago, or last week, that I forgot to mention. But yeah. Uh, so, let's go ahead and jump over to, I suppose, the map of Verizia. Uh, I don't know why I'm still on this music. We'll go back to the light. Happy music. Spooky. Okay. So you guys find yourselves uh, flying from, well, presumably from Rudelport all the way to the northeast into the Kodar Mountains. Um, the actual area that you're looking for, I can kind of shift this over, uh, is this portion of the map over here, uh, this Forked River. Uh, which matches in appearance the rivers in the map that you were given. Which looks something like this. So chat can kind of compare what's going on here. Here's a river. Here's a river. I think uh, some courses right being plotted. And followed until the... I was going to say, did we recall if yeah. the mountains were entirely considered impossible to fly over? Is this something where we really should be following the river all the way up? Oh, the uh, any river, any mountains that you go through, even if you're flying, I would consider them difficult terrain rather than greater difficult terrain. So they would you double okay. any time that you pass going through mountains. Well, good to know. So that'd be more like 400-ish. And we'd be in the mountain range, and then we could do another 80 or so to get to approximately where it's at. Or we could go the long way around, I suppose. And then just follow the river up. How many miles can you move up uh, in one day? Uh, per cast, I can do 160 miles. Um, I'm assuming that we consider one that to be approximately one travel period because yes. i can go eight, yeah, hours, eight hours, with hours right yeah if you try to do more than I... that it's going to be too exhausting and you'll end up too strenuous too... yeah that's fair we're trying not i don't think we're in we're in a super desperate rush though we are trying to get there quickly so yeah eight hours per cast so Sounds like we would need to go around the south end of the Stony Mountains then. We could do that as well, that's true. Getting slowed down. Sure. Uh, so the Stony more Mountains of a... are the closest mountains to your east. Um, yeah, you can... You we'll can stop at the Storval Stairs. <laughs> yeah, you could, you could fly it. You almost make it back stairs. to the... You could almost make it back to... Um, Yorgenfist? Yorgenfist, yeah. Yeah. 
if you wanted to go do a drop by the uh, the old library, the thoracic library. Swing by, say hello. <laughs> Just never leave again. Nice. For us right now. Something like that. Perfect. Regardless, we'll head east then to start with um, skirting south along the Stony Mountains. And then once we get to the stairs and the Storval Plateau, we'll hang in north, I guess. Okay. Try and go uh, around the Iron Peaks there. All right. You guys have a map. So uh, I'll need somebody to do the... Because Greshi is managing the actual movement of the spell, I'll need someone else to do navigation. Um, it can be assisted. Yeah. Uh, I was going to nominate Asher, but then I remembered what happened last time, so maybe I'll... Well, what happened <laughs> no. last time was a bad roll. <laughs> well, I, I trust Asher. He only got a I little bit tired. off course. I was tired. I was nervous that we killed a horse. Well, I didn't really care. Didn't. Well, like you did. I cared enough to look for the horse. But I think Greshi would have cared more if the horse was dead. If we had killed the horse, I would have been a bit upset. The horse dying of natural causes and such is going to happen. So I guess we're pretty much just heading straight east, though, yeah? Aye, to start with, we're going to head straight east First and... Day. Aye. That would be right. <laughs> so, yeah, whoever's, whoever's navigating, I need a survival check from you. Um... Want to navigate, or do you want me to navigate? I'll I'll do it the first day. We'll see how okay. I do. I can assist in your navigation. Sure. Okay. How bad could it be? <laughs> Asher, go ahead oh, and do a survival roll first. Famous last words there. And that's not that's bad. Not Thirty-five. Thirty-five. Okay. Uh, that is a. You're an expert, so it's just a, a plus one. Or actually, sorry, I need to base. Oh, yeah, no, no, that is an A, so yes, it's a plus one. Oh, no, sorry, that's that's a critical. Fuck, sorry. Critical. Bah, 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 bah. It's default is 20, so yes. <laughs> I know how systems work. Sorry. Yes, math. Um, I guess okay. this is one where we can't both independently be navigating, because then we'll just be arguing about which way to go. Correct. <laughs> yeah, if you were going off on your own independently, yes, but... Uh, Okay, so that was a natural. Uh, so that was a critical from Asher. You assist Gun as much as you can, so you give him a plus two. Uh, Gun, you got a thirty-one on your roll, so it's a thirty-three uh, total. Um, and yeah, that, that's pretty easy. You're you're all pretty familiar with the Verizia area by now, um, and you make your way uh, out of Riddleport early in the morning. Um, coast around the southern edge of the Stony Mountains, um, pass over the uh, Kerchain Hills, um, and fly... Uh, you've actually flown... Uh, I guess... Yeah, you... I think you've rode horses, magic horses, this way the first time. Um, but you do... You you spot the Storval Stairs, and you have a, a good sense of uh, direction. I'll give you guys. This is a critical success here. So if you want, you can get another. Uh, we'll call it twenty miles um, of travel. Sure. 
I'm gonna just go another 20 miles uh, northeast then. Okay. So you continue flying up towards uh, Lake Scotha um, along the Storval Plateau. And uh, this time of year, uh, it is... The Storval Plateau is usually pretty um, arid, dry, uh, outside of... Um, or during the winter outside of the, the various mountain ranges. So out here on the plains, it's it's very cold and chilly, uh, but not much in the way of uh, snow. Um, but you are able to find a, a nice, easy hill to, to land on. Um, what do you guys do? You, you drift down towards this just kind of open hill in the midst of the plains, or plateau. It's... Uh, it's mostly dirt, but there's a bit of grass here and there. There's some uh, assorted trees off in the distance. Um, nothing, not not much in the way of forest, but there's like small bushes and and whatnot. Um, it's closer to desert, I guess, terrain, but not not sandy desert, just a a rocky kind of barren space. So, during the day while we're traveling, I was going to uh, I'd like to cast my sending and contact Shalalu again? Um, sure. <clears throat> it's a non-combat action, it should be. Right, you are, you are, um, walk or anything. yeah, I think that's fine. You, you are navigating, but you don't um, have to be actively navigating the whole time. Actually, oh, actually you, you can't um, a cast a spell during the there are lots of limitations on this particular one. If any of the targets make an attack, cast a spell, come under attack, oh, okay. or otherwise enter encounter mode, the target en the spell ends for all targets just after they uh, roll initiative okay. so and they drift gently to the ground. It was the otherwise that, that caught me off. That made me think <laughs> it was only things that would be combat actions. So you you probably would stop me from... I... What are you doing? <laughs> no words. <We're... laughs> we can chit-chat, but no, nothing, no spell casting. All right, well, then when we land... We've traveled for eight hours. It's probably still like mid-afternoon to evening. Uh, so. Yes, you guys left. We'll say. Um, I guess you were trying to. I don't know if Valerian has time zones, but we might have gained an hour. Um, off of a, a couple miles of travel, I don't think so. <laughs> 160 miles. I don't know. 60. I don't know how their time zones work. Yeah, I don't want to calculate right time the... zones right now. How big is a time zone normally? <laughs> Uh, I'll get back to you on where that and one. What's it's all it's politically decided. So, <laughs> um, I don't let's know, say I think Oregon has two too. That's maybe true. the very very eastern half. How, how wide is Oregon? <laughs> what's the distance between Not two latitudes? I think I think your I think your West Coast states, Oregon, Washington, are about two to three hundred miles. Distance between degrees of latitude, roughly 70 ocean? miles. So, 70 miles to feet? <laughs> it, I guess it depends on where you are. So, I'm oh, sorry, 70 miles to... No, 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 this is you're not traveling in feet, you're traveling in miles. This is incredibly important. This is the kind of stupid Only shit. 70 miles? Uh, I, no, no, that's that not right. That's not right. That's not right Oregon at all. Oregon is about 400 that's miles not right wide. right at all. No. There's no way. No. Oregon's about 400 miles wide, and we're all and in one time zone. how far does it go into the ocean? I'm in a different time zone. Okay, I'm going to blame Google but... on 
Northern okay, Idaho is in search. Pacific time, but I'm in mountain time. <laughs> Even though we're on the same latitude, I think. Okay, this is going to be my homework. <laughs> Does Calarian have time zones? Um, time zones are, are <laughs> approximately 15 degrees of longitude wide. Oh, so. that's why. I was doing okay, just a degree of longitude, not... Uh, so... So 70 miles is a degree of longitude? Is that what it yeah, says? Yeah, uh, roughly. Times 15. Is that at the equator or is that... I don't know. Because that it's was just go... a, a first glance result on Google. <laughs> I didn't read in detail. Uh, you, Tosca, in the chat says approximately 1,035 miles wide. So we've yeah. gone about better. a little over a tenth of... Uh... Okay. Of a time zone. So yeah, okay, I, I so think still, this entire region it's is still in one evening. We have not gained like an hour. <laughs> I think yeah. you're correct to say that they would be different widths at different uh, uh, longitudes. Longitudes, so. yes. Uh, as Latitude. we get closer to the top or bottom, yeah, it would shrink as far as. Mm -hmm. Okay. In any case, I think we're safe from <laughs> from time zones for the most part. Having to worry about is it. Galarian yeah. flat. No, Galarian's not flat. Well then, okay, so it is a globe. <laughs> it is a globe. It is a globe. So it'd be a lot easier if it was flat. <laughs> oh, it's it's a flat repeating so map. Like our... if you go off the edge, you just wrap around to the other side. Mm. Um, it's just yeah. a giant infinite plane. So we don't know what our latitude <laughs> is here, right? Uh, I could probably find it out by looking at the world map that they put in one of the books, but I'm not going to do that right this second. That's your real key. <laughs> uh, in any case, we might end up traveling about one time zone if that if we're split directly in half. Yep. Uh, it could be like really gerrymandered. Sorry. Uh, so when we land nice. for the evening, yeah, it's probably it's like five o'clock right now uh, when you land. In the evening. <laughs> yes, this is this is very much true. This is exactly what playing an RPG is is like. <laughs> um, I'll go ahead and, and sending, contacting Shalalu, and the message is as follows. All right. Sky looks weird. Seems like Rune Lord's influence. We're following footsteps of Dwarven Expedition to find his lost city and destroy. Sent you something. Mysterious. Um, the... A few moments pass um, as the group is settling to their uh, now grounded state. Um, and you get a message back from Shalalu. Uh, that says in her voice, um, Oh, uh, got your little bird this morning. Sorry. Oh, got your little bird this morning. Once I'm done here, I can head back to Sandpoint. Good luck out there. And then the spell sounds pretty good. Completes. I'll let everybody know that she received the items. And uh, she will do as we asked. 
I think you said you left a, a note inside the box, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't sure if she would trust a random key. <laughs> you never trust anybody with your personal key. Sorry, what was that? Did you tie a little note? I thought we did. I thought we tied a little note to the bird. Too. Yes. The yes, note was just she... to turn the key. Yeah. <laughs> the note says, like, use me. That's good enough. Exactly. <laughs> so she figures, she seems to have figured that part out and saw the letter, it seems. But yeah. So you guys are just up on this hill. Um, you can see out uh, over Lake Scotha. It's quite beautiful, actually. Um, it's just a shimmering, clear lake. Um, the evening sun reflecting off of it. Um, you can see the, the Nashers off in the distance, these uh, series of white-capped mountains that look uh, a lot like just kind of teeth jutting up out of the out of the ground um there's a small or i guess a rather large island in the center of the lake um that you can't quite make out due to all the the glare on the lake surface um but yeah it's just you you out here on the plane there's not really much in the way of cover from probably miles around what do you guys do? No cover, huh? We have a yurt. We do. I think it's a bit early to set that up, though. It disguises Dig a hole a bit. for it. Um, we can set up camp and do camping type stuff. You know, sing songs, tell stories, train, retrain. seems like that's about our limit sure i'm yeah, not I sure about the singing songs stuff to do or i will be doing if we don't actually do anything we do have i've got a book to read i suppose so yes, i also have a book but uh let me go ahead i'll start casting crate food so that we have stuff to eat today okay um, you guys have stuff to eat Well, you still have to eat yet. Your ring hasn't taken effect. Well, I'm still wearing the stone. I didn't. Oh, that's sell true. It. You still have the stone. <laughs> Thought you had for some reason. Well, oh, see, fine, la di da. You say Don't that, you see the, the eon stone still circling around Wee. Asher's head. You don't look up. That you're too tall. It's hard for me to look past your head. I'm sorry. I know, but it's there. I swear. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Um, well, I'll start creating food for everyone else then. All right, well, while Greshi is creating food, uh, Gun, you and Asher help just kind of set up a little camp. Um, and it sounds like, uh, sorry, were you setting up the yurt here? Or... Presumably, yeah. If there's no other covers to be found around here, then I guess we'll just have to make do with what we have. Can we try and disguise it at all, Asher? Gun, you two are going to be better at it than I. I suggested digging a giant hole, so that's not really probably the best plan. <laughs> but there's like no brush, no big rocks. Oh, there's no there's trees. rocks. There's rocks around. Um, oh, maybe are there any large rocks? Or yeah, are how all... big are these rocks? <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, they're they're more like like foot-sized rocks, not like massive ones. Um, oh. Yeah, that'd be a lot to gather and to even make a pile enough to maybe protect us from one side. I don't know. I think we're just going to be set up in the middle of nowhere. I can, like, search around to see if there's any footprints of anything dangerous around. Might be good to check. Yeah. Any big animals. I'll have to start preparing better spells for out on the plains. Thought we were going to find something a bit better than this, so... My mistake. We're basically in the salt flats of Utah. That doesn't sound pleasant, where we're Utah is. <laughs> it's a terrible moon planet. <laughs> I've read about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it sounds like, Asher, you wanted to go do a little bit of uh, scouting around just in the nearby area to see if there's any tracks or anything. Uh, okay, go and give me a survival check for that. Let's survive. 29. 29. Okay. Uh, I should have had a page of the book open. Where is... Okay. Too far. One more back. There we go. All right. Let me roll a die. There's my dice. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Asher, you uh, just on foot uh, stalk out into the um, into the open plain uh, around the, uh, the hill that you're on. And so just looking for any sign of uh, tracks in the area, you see uh, what look like um, probably they're, they're cloven feet, um, large cloven feet, um, probably um, buffalo or cattle of some kind or um, th these are these are larger. So you're guessing they're probably aurochs. Um, Type of large buffaloish creature. Uh, you also find um, some signs of uh, dug up ground. Um, clearly, like maybe some kind of tunneling creature. Um, but all of these signs seem dated. Uh, like these creatures were here maybe. Uh, few days ago it's separate times but like the 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 bullish creatures were probably here a few days ago just grazing on little bits of grass that are coming up through the uh, uh through the hard stone or clay um and the the dug up ground is your guess is maybe a week old um probably some kind of burrowing creature but other than that, you just see, while you're out here, you see a couple of small birds um, that hang, that flit away into some of the uh, the low brush on the ground. Um, there's kind of uh, almost like tumbleweed-like plants uh, growing 
um, here and there, and they they seem to be filled with these tiny, uh, like finch-like birds. But they you you don't disturb them at all. They just they seem content to kind of chill out here and peep occasionally. Seems like the coast is pretty clear. I'll return and I'll... Yeah, I didn't see much of anything, just normal small wildlife and some other animals that were here a bit ago, but nothing alarming. Well, I mean, I'll just go ahead and get the yurt set up now then. Okay. Uh, Gresha, you pull out the the explorer's yurt from your pack and start uh, propping it up. Um, and you got you've already cast great food, so there's an array of food out on the uh, out in out on the dirt <laughs> for people to pick mm -hmm. up and consume should they want it. Phelan's already eating. Rock is eating his share. Um, and yeah, you've got a nice little camp set up here at the top of this hill. Uh, as per usual for uh, our downtime rules, if you since you guys did some travel today, uh, you have a half a downtime day, so you can you can mark a half a day towards whatever you want and tell me what you want. Right. If so. Let's start with Asher. What are you doing? Greshi's going to spend his time re oh. oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. We'll start with Greshi. What are you book. doing, Greshi? Curse the yeah, flag. I mean, super exciting. <laughs> She's going to read the book about uh, transferring runes about a little faster. All right. Make some headway towards that. Uh, yeah, you 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 pull out the curious book that Asher found for you in the Rune Forge. Um, it's all written in Thessalonian, but you seem to be able to understand it. Um, as as you look at the words, they initially don't make sense, but your eyes kind of. You feel like a kind of a, a white heat um, in the center of your, um, like just between your eyes. Uh, it kind of burns for a moment, but the the words sort of start to come into focus for you. They don't change. It's just you can you can understand the runes that for just a brief moment didn't, mm -hmm. didn't feel like anything other than scribbles. Um, but yeah, you you get started reading that. It's just. Uh, it's discussing um, it's just a general book on transmutation with a, a focus on um, uh, applying runes through a transmutative method uh, or through the lens of transmutation mm -hmm. magic uh, and how you could uh, apply these more, more or less quickly uh, than through other methods okay uh, Asher what are you up to also reading a book we're in a book club but we're not reading the same book um <laughs> i'm reading the impertinence impermanence book um which is going to take me some time anyway because i don't even think i can learn the thing i'm trying to learn for like three levels um, all right but i am trying my best yeah, so you, you have the other book you picked up from the Transmutation Laboratory. Uh, this one's more about uh, polymorphing. Um, and it's a... 
it's kind of a long list or a long series of uh, various studies and experiments that the, the author has taken out or carried out on various attempts to polymorph both other creatures and himself um, and to make those polymorphs last longer um, because many polymorphs have, have some kind of duration to them and his his method is to he's trying to like understand what actually changes as a result of uh, these spells and how can he alter the spells code as it were to to stay around for longer and not deteriorate over time um, and a lot of there's a lot of nuances and insight into um, other avenues of polymorphing both the self and others um so yeah it, it's it's a hard read and you're just kind of uh, cracking out the the beginning aspects of it um so you're just kind of starting with the opening and, and going from there um so it might take you yeah a, a while to to find something that's relevant to uh, your own techniques for uh wild shaping but um it's a start um so asher's uh, you're you're all inside the all the animals are outside eating. The three of you are, or the two of you, are sat by the campfire inside the the yurt. Um, that the smoke that magically uh, doesn't fill the room and suffocate you all, but goes up into like a little space above the tent and dissolves harmlessly. Um, Greshi is at one side, just sat with his uh, cross-legged, reading his book. Asher's at the other, leaning up the side of the tent, book open in one hand. Um, flipping the book upside down occasionally to try and make sense of the runes. Uh, Gun, what are you up to? Uh, Gun is mostly meditating. Uh, that's my new hobby on things on our, on our mission and things to come and things that he's seen. Um, and I'm going to, if possible, um, either as part of that, or before I'm going to be writing a letter to Mother Tiquettes about everything that we've um, encountered. So as part of my recollection process, I guess. Okay. Um, yeah, you can kind of... You you um, you sit uh, kind of separate from the others um, looking out the, uh, the open tent flap um, to the starry sky outside. Um, it's not cloudy out here like it was in, in Riddleport. The air is much cleaner, much fresher. Um, and you, you meditate on and try to remember all the things that you've done and come across on your journey. The, how, how a rastal has manifested, uh, within and around you uh and then at regular intervals take a take a break to to write uh write some of that down um in the form of a letter um so you're, you're doing kind of equal parts sitting and just staring off into space and then occasionally writing something down and eventually by the end of the evening you've you've got a fully composed letter Um, the 
my plan for that letter is to um, ask Greshi to use an animal messenger to send it not to Mother Tiquette's but to his friend Fen hmm. so that she can carry it to Mother Tiquette's who uh, so that's sort of a two birds with one stone thing she's looking for her introduction and I want both of them to know what's happened here and it, seeing as Fen seemed to be more of a rogue type um, I'm figuring that she will end up reading the letter before she hands it over I do um, do I know that there would be any sort of creatures that would travel as far as Riddleport within a day up here I know there were probably birds and such, but that's a fair distance we've traveled already. Uh, how does that's... that have a distance limit on it? It's got, if they can't really, if it's not reasonable for them to get there or if they'd like suffer, the spell doesn't work. Uh, let me, let me take a look at the animal message. I mean, there's still quite a lot of reasonable, a bird can fly that far in a day. It's just a question of whether that's something we'll find up here or not. I hope so. Yes. But the spell ends after 24 hours or when the creature moves the attached object, whatever, whichever happens first. Yeah, we'll say that you think that if you if you cast it, if you upcast it, because um, it's a second level spell, right? Um, let's say that if you mm -hmm. if you upcast it to fourth level, that you think it could that could help it go just that that extra bit further. Sure. All right. Well, then tomorrow morning I'll prepare it and Great. see if I can pull in something a bit uh, more durable as far as getting it to Fen, and then I can, I guess, send her sending or something to let her know that it's on its that. way. Um, by the way, just to let you know, I've included a lot of the details about our adventures here, so that should anything happen to us, the two of them take this information to uh, to the Pathfinder Society oh. since Ben is trying to join there and they would probably be the best bet for anyone else trying to accomplish the same thing we're working at. If you say so. Um, I don't know much about them besides what Finn was telling me. They're do-gooders, so I suppose if somebody's going to be doing good, might as well be them. They do a lot of things, mostly similar to what we've been up to. Mm -hmm. And uh, that'll include all the all the details we know so far about where to find the Dwarfin camp and the city that we're looking for. Right, right. Um... The villains that we're up against. Okay, this is like three. Yeah, it's like three pages that all folded together. I was going to say. <laughs> <A lot of laughs> detail. <laughs> it's it's one letter. One part of the letter is just saying hi, and the rest of it is just here's everything that's happened to us and all of the enemies we've made back. along the way. Um, there's this one wet Papa Grazul that you'll need to look look out for. Um, we're not sure when he's popping his head back up. Oh yeah. Of course, Karzug. <sighs> all right. Well. Yeah, I'll um I'll let Finn know tomorrow morning after we send the creature off to be on the lookout for it. 
And also, hopefully, she's still in Riddle Parts. She hasn't. Oh, you have the same spell? Oh, I picked up this floating pearl. And yes, around Greshi's head is a black pearl that's been floating, much like Asher's, but. Uh... The same. Same hat. <laughs> hey, we're wearing the same thing. Not. That will be very handy, actually. Oh, wait, is the Black Pearl sending? I might have put that on the list without <laughs> looking at it. It is, it is sending. Um, <laughs> that's why I picked it up. I was like, oh, yeah. We can right. uh, double our outgoing communications. That'll be helpful. Triplet, though one only goes to one place. Oh, we should send to Irelia ask how our house is doing. Our what? Our house in Magnamar. Oh. It's been like a month, month and a half. That thing. I, we need Your to pay house. her, in fact. Um, if I prepare Animal Messenger at a higher level, can I get something to go to Magnamar as far as the letter goes? Uh, you don't think that you'd be able to get something all the way to Magnamar like that, <sighs> but you could get something to the post office in Riddleport. But then I'd have to trust Riddleport. And that just seems like a mistake. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's there's another Post town nearby. You could you could instead do Ravenmore or Roderick's Cove. Raven with all the were ravens. I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> well, they'd be fast to get to uh, Magnum. Hey, you have no well, you confirmation make a fair point. that they're, Ravenmore they're has were ravens. Ferry is only a hundred miles from where we are right now. I don't know. Asher made that assertion, and I believe Asher most of the time. Uh, so that's Did true. I? There's also Turtleback <laughs> Ferry and the. Um, uh, Hook Mountain is roughly where uh, the Black Arrows that are. That actually might be... F that might be reasonable. Either way, it's mostly that I want to make sure that we pay her, since I think we only paid for a month. We thought we were going to come back. <laughs> that didn't really happen, so... I mean, if she doesn't mind keeping the place for free for a bit, but I can imagine she'd like some f money for food and such. Yeah, most likely. Yeah, if you're going to try and send something like that, I think Roderick's Cove, or you would probably think that Roderick's Cove is the right. like easiest place the to better send choice. to and then have them, because they would then send the letter to Magnamar or forward it to Magnamar. So as long as you include a, a like probably a couple of gold, you don't actually know the, the price offhand for sending. Oh, actually, yeah, you could roll a society check if you want. See if you know the price of uh, sure <laughs> media mail. mail. To... How much could a stamp cost? Two hundred gold. It's forty-one. Wow. I know exactly how much a stamp costs in Grisia. The amount okay. of mail fraud that I've committed is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, you remember so while you guys mail. were in Roderick's Cove that you you snuck a look at the uh, the mail prices. Uh, while you're in the town square, and you're pretty sure that it's only a like three copper to get a, a posted letter to Magnamar, which is great. Um, it, I guess the concern I have is I want to send like a couple of gold in with the letter. I don't know if that'll weigh it down too much. No, like you, you think that that would like be... two gold coins. Yeah, that, that should be it. All right. Just fine. So then I'll go ahead and prepare. We'll write a letter to her and ask her to, we're sorry we haven't paid you in a couple weeks. Here's some more money. Uh, please keep an eye on the place. 
Okay. Um, do you have an envelope, or I guess you have some herbal stuff you can I have some writing. <laughs> I mean, Close there's the grass around here, and I can scavenge some stuff, I'm sure. Give me a give me a crafting check. What I do have, I do have this old copy of the manual city building that I could tear apart to make uh, <laughs> things. Can make a, a uh, forty-seven. But forty-seven. Yeah, you're able to with, uh, with some torn pages book. from that book and with some some of your uh, medicinals from your medical kit. You're able to kind of. M- stitched together a, a loose uh, a l- container for this letter um, that's sturdy enough to hold the gold uh, and uh, has still ha- still is visible enough on the outside for you to like scribble out the the address and uh, info for delivery that they would need just tearing up this holy book of Abadar it's no big deal it's fine and then you have to make a, a bundle sure with much. that with the price for the letter um, <laughs> but yeah, you're able to do all that. Okay, so we'll pull all that together, and so we'll have that to send out tomorrow as well. But this is going to be it. If there's any other mail to send, tell us now, because I don't think I can get creatures from the mountains down there again. It'll be personal delivery after that. All right. Well, uh, unless there's anything else, um... You guys head to sleep, and that will push us over. Uh, we should do watches, I think. Uh, it seems calm enough, but yeah. What's the what's the watch order? Uh, can Phelan do a watch on his own, or is it? Yes, Phelan and Rock can, should he share? can both do watches. Okay. Well, <coughs> Grishy will start, and then well, Phelan will start, and then Grishy, I guess, or vice versa, whichever. Okay. We'll do Phelan and Greshi. Who's next? Go next. Yeah, beginning of that cutoff, but I assume that was Asher volunteering. Ah, yeah. That was Asher. <laughs> then, then Gun, then Rock, I suppose. Okay. So Rock will be the the wake up call for everyone. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Somehow appropriate. Oh, the good old encounter dice. Get 12 right. dice out there. How many ogres do we find? How many of you are there? One, two, three, four, five, and I'll do a six. Sure. Okay. So, Phelan's watch goes okay. Greshi's fine. Asher. Um, it's already uh, quite late. Um, it's definitely past midnight at this point when you're just kind of chilling just outside the the tent um, and you hear the sound of uh, large heavy wings flapping Um, go ahead and give me a perception check Uh, 35. 35. Um, I should have looked at their stat block. Um, 
uh, yeah, you can you can hear them. Uh, there's six of them, six winged creatures, um, flying overhead. Um, and you you look up and you spot them. It's a group of um, at this distance. They, it looks like maybe small dragons. Um, they're flying uh, from from the south uh, to the northwest um, overhead. They they don't drop down or pass by. Or they're basically just they're they're flying a good maybe three hundred feet above you, um, and mm-hmm. in kind of like a a V formation. Um, they just seem to be kind of gliding, then flapping their wings a bit and gliding. But they're just they're just coasting overhead in the night sky. You you only notice them through the I mean, you can only see them through the glint of the moon. And they're not doing anything, they're just passing on. Yep. In the sky. They, they seem to just be passing overhead. Um okay. they don't seem to notice you or the camp. There's no... You don't have any fire or any light out currently. Uh, the campfire is on the inside mm-hmm. of the tent. And isn't visible to the outside thanks to the explorer's yurt. Alright, well, as long as they don't come down here, I won't be going up there. I'll just okay. sit and watch them. So you just, uh, you just adjust your, your cloak a bit, um bundle yourself up a little bit tighter since it is still quite cold out uh, and just watch as they they pass overhead um, That's right. as they continue to pass you can see that they they they're definitely dragon like but they're not quite dragons they seem to have like a, a like an ankylosaurus type tail ankylosaurus ankylosaurus is probably the mm. correct way to say that um, like a big kind of club or like stinger or something at the, at the back, um, which isn't really standard for dragons. Um, Can I consider what these might be? Uh, sure, that'd be an arcana check. Or nature at an increased Ooh. difficulty. Uh, Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Uh, yes, that is that's a that is a success. The, they're likely some kind of wyvern or wyvern. It's wyvern. Yeah, wyvern. They, they <laughs> I to think be, to myself. Wyvern. It seems to be no, a, a squad of no. night hunting wyverns. Good na- Good luck to them. Good luck to me. Okay. You keep to yourself, and otherwise, the time passes. Uh, Gun takes the next watch, uh, then Rock, and you are awake on Sunday, Abadius the 20th. You all, all right. clean up the camp, do your spell prep for the day. Sounds like some spells are getting cast. An hour to get everything ready. And then we'll start with, um, I guess, Animal Messenger to Riddleport to send off the uh, letter that Gon had written out. 
Okay. So hopefully we get some sort of creature that will fly that far. Um, or yeah, actually one that of fast. the one of the birds that uh, Asher was spotted uh, yesterday uh, flits on over um, and accepts the little morsel of food that you generated in your hand um, and then pecks at the letter and grasps at it with his little feet picks it up and flies off well hopefully that gets there just fine uh, we'll go ahead and send for another animal messenger for Roderick's Cove. And okay. I guess after that, we'll send a message to Finn. All right. So, yep. Uh, two more of these birds uh, come flitting over to you. Um, and the after they eat the little seed, they each one glows briefly, um, empowered by by the extra magical juice that you've put into the the spell, uh, and they take off with their individual letters for their destinations. Well, hopefully that all works out, and they don't question why a bird is delivering a letter to town in Roderick's Cove, but um, I guess we'll send a message to Finn then. Um, hi, it's me. We're sending you a letter. <laughs> to send some mother to cats uh I don't know where she is hopefully go and wrote it in a letter be safe <laughs> yes got wrote the address <laughs> on the outside the of the letter like, okay the, the name of the monastery and where it's at um, hopefully and, yeah alright um so yeah, you send that message using the uh, power of the black pearl eon stone that's floating around your head, um, and you you get a pretty short, simple reply. Um, oh, uh, thank you. I uh, I guess I'll just wait here, and, and that's the the end of the response. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't talkers much. And uh, I'll use my sending as well to contact Mother Cats to give her a similar message, like so that she knows that this is coming. Slightly more articulate. So that <laughs> message would be, "Hello, Mother, your disciple traveling far northeast. Much has happened. I'll send a long letter soon via a friend. Please pray for our success." Okay. A uh, few moments pass, and oh, Gun! It's so good to hear from you. I'm glad that you and your friends are doing well. May you do good work, and may the horns watch over you. Yeah, pretty simple and straightforward response. Mm -hmm. Blessed be. <laughs> Blessed be. <laughs> <laughs> you can feel her her throwing the horns and <laughs> wherever she is right this moment. Okay, mm. I'm ready right. to uh, travel another day. 
Okay, you've got a big, wide-open plain to travel over, or plateau, rather. Uh, it's quite chilly again today. That just how it's a bit it chilly needed. right now. Weird how that works. All right, um, everybody, all set? Did you need to do anything? Um, let's get all together, and Gresh, you will start the ritual of whipping up the wind around them as he starts casting Windwalk. So I have a question, um, flavor-wise, maybe not the word to use. Uh, for eight hours, what happens if someone has to use the bathroom in Windwalk? you just not go do you not have to go and then when it's done you're like ooh what happens with that <laughs> I believe you turn into a sort of wind which <gasps> would make rain. me I was gonna say I, you know how it's like <laughs> raining is when God's has got to use the restroom well it turns out in this case it's just Asher oh no uh, I think you probably <laughs> just have to hold it in you can't really do much other than talk and, and look at stuff so yeah, I imagine you you are forced to hold it in, uh, and if you can't hold it in longer than that, then the spell things, ends. Things happen <laughs> when you reform. <laughs> we'll, we'll put it that way. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> That's a much less uh, kind thought there, but yeah. are we going to try not to? Are, I thought we were going around exactly. mountains, but are we going to go I think through it? path is better because mine apparently is <laughs> infinite miles. miles. Okay. Well, what, I don't know happening? if we can fly that far, Gun, but we can try. <laughs> but I was just going to suggest I yeah, come either, either way is fine. Either I was thinking up to the to here to the uh, Stalac River. Oh, but I thought didn't... I mean, I guess we could just go through the mountain range up there, I suppose. But I thought the maps that they'd written out were coming up the Carazon. Well, they... The like they map, were up in here or something. The map shows both pretty clearly. Right, and it, it suggests the camp is somewhere around this area, so... Yeah, it looks like you go... We could try and just fly over. That's what I was thinking would be to okay, fly over then. the last Yeah, the, distance, the but... camp is at one of the three uh, branches of the Kazaron uh, River, sorry. Um, which is that eastern more center one that goes through. It's the center of the of the three branches and it's the easternmost river. Uh, the, that is uh, the river comes from the mountain, so it, it, all that all that water is traveling south. But yeah, uh, not been to Guildspur. Is there anything of interest there? Uh, that's a good question, and maybe one I should have looked up before this because I didn't notice it was there. What does Pathfinder Wiki have to say about Guildspur? Uh, it is a ruin. Oh well, then never mind. We're not. Gonna... <laughs> you don't want I mean, to I suppose we could camp, camp there or something, but yeah, that's. That I is think that's not, a town. not exactly. Yeah, your your map yeah, I, would would I list it as like the ruins of Guildspur. Um, if you wanted to know about it, uh, probably a society check. Um, 
Sure, I'll see if I recall anything about Giltspur. Um, out of curiosity, would Thessalonian lore? Yeah, you could do Thessalonian lore instead. Room. Yeah, that would be a different angle to think about it. It would give, give you a, a different answer, probably. Um, that is a thirty total. I'll use society and then come up with a a thirty total. Thirty as well. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't you have an extra three to any knowledge? Oh, um, that should be on. I think. I think that includes the extra three. Oh. Okay. Okay. So, uh, maybe not, but that's fine. Gun. Also I actually think it would be a thirty-three with the robe. It's not applying correctly. Okay, thirty-three then. Um, okay, thirty-three with Thassalon lore uh, on uh, guilt spur. Um, you would. So your your Thessalonian lore comes from the the rune that's emblazoned on your forehead. This knowledge that mm-hmm. uh, from from a past time. You look at the map and are kind of like thinking on this location, this name. Um, you don't know what the real name is, but you your mind flashes images of. Uh, giants and ogres um, in chains working like maybe like a chain gang of some kind. They, they're they all kind of chained together. They've got hammers and chisels and they're, uh, they're clearly deep underground carving into some stone, making stonework, tunnels maybe. Hmm. Um, and you see uh your your vision is, is somebody like walking through, strolling through, their hands behind their back, uh, inspecting the work that these giants are doing. Um, and you turn and call for uh, a sarcophagus to be brought in. Um, and that's where your your vision kind of fades. So that's the the mm. knowledge that you recall is that it's interesting it's some kind of catacombs perhaps um comb tomb something like that <laughs> gun with a 30 um your you recall that at some point um you used to work for a mercenary group um your mercenary group was actually not you specifically, but you know that they had been contracted uh, to go out into the Storwall Plains to uh, guard an archaeology team um, that was doing some excavation. Um, and you you remember them having trouble for some reason, but you don't recall why. It was it was one of those things that the the older guard talked about, but. Uh, kind of in, in hushed voices. They, it, was, it was a thing that they didn't really want to think about anymore. Um, so something bad happened there while they were protecting some people who were doing some excavation. So it sounds like it's maybe an underground ruin um, or mostly underground ruin to your recollection. recollection. Um, and that Even still, it's... passing near there could be hazardous. 
like camping. camping yes, you, you have some area. kind of danger associated with it. Yeah, perhaps we should go around the south instead. That's fair. I mean, as long as we don't camp near there, we're not going straight there. Because we can only go 160-ish, so we'd still be a bit of ways, good 20, 25 miles out. Uh, yeah, so if I were navigating today, I would plan this kind of route. That far south? Just stay near the river for camping purposes. All right. As opposed uh, to ending up in the middle of the plains again. Any thoughts about that, Asher? Because I think one's right, but... question I guess to Jason would be if you follow the river like if you were go wee like this would that be considered greater difficult terrain oh sorry I think or I is missed it just your... oh I see oh sorry if we were wind just walking over the up mountain. the river uh if you were if you were going along the river it would it would not be greater difficult terrain or, or difficult terrain now I think it would be just normal okay. terrain it's the, it's the act of going like trying to weave up and over mountains where it's extra windy, that would be a problem. But going through the valley is fine. Yeah, it is a longer route. Of course, I have no recall knowledge about anything. I mean, you have a map. <laughs> That'd be oh, no, I know. I'm just saying, like, about more the fears of guilt spur. Yeah, it'd be oh, about two and a half more days of travel to go along the river. Cut over past Giltspur, which might save us, might get us there at the end of the second day. But, uh... I mean, whatever dangers are at Giltspur, seem... you you imagine that they're pretty localized to, like, a couple mile radius of it, not... It's probably not... You're probably right. fine hundreds of miles away. Or as long as we don't go into the catacombs themselves, for that matter, go we'll probably ahead. be alright. We're not going treasure hunting, so... Well, if you if you're fine camping out in the plateau again, then we could yeah, we could simply do. I Asher's got the right idea because there's the Storval River going that direction. It's not as far as we could get, but we yeah. could plop there. But that would too. be about two days of travel to get. Yes, that's what I was. Yeah, about Asher, what you were thinking as well. Asher runs his finger along the map, uh, going up the Storval River. Um, to where it reaches the entrance of the Kodar Mountains and then cutting across to the Stalak River um, before and then following that and then cutting through the mountains that way. Not opposed to any route, but I think this is a very direct. Yeah, I, I don't know in which area it super is. Yeah, this would it's right about there. This would uh this would work for me as a second day of travel. Okay. Okay. Alright. Well, we're going uh north east again. Okay, more someone, less. someone draw and hold the line while I uh, move the token hold for you. Hold the line. Okay. Uh, yeah, and it's not even the full 160, so... That's... 160. 
Oh yeah, you could go pretty much to where the start of my line is. Oh right. Yep. Oh, I see. There. Okay, sure. Yeah, in the in the foothills. Not quite as close Mountains to the river, but that's fine. Targeting. All right. So you guys. Uh, so Greshi, uh, after you guys have everything packed up and put away, um, you mount up or set up and start casting Windwalk again. Uh, you all lift up off of mm -hmm. the. Uh, off of the clay dirt um, and start drifting off to the northeast. Um, go ahead and give me uh, whoever's navigating, give me a survival check and the other can assist. Who wants to navigate or assist? I'm busy. <laughs> you have opinions, gun. You're muted, or we can't. I'm assuming that was an assist. Talking. <laughs> what? <laughs> now well, I heard the what, but that's really? all I heard. Oh. I saw your mouth moving. If so. you were talking, no, I, that was not an assist. I said I'll I'll continue navigating if it's all the same to you. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. okay so gun got a twenty-eight. Actually, you can still roll the uh, the assist on that. Let me assist with my awesome. I should say aid. <laughs> aid is the action. Aye, <laughs> it's correct. Uh, 31. Let's say that is a natural success on the aid, so that's a plus two. That turns gun's check into a 30, um, which, again, uh, across an open plane, which is what you guys just did, uh, is fairly straightforward. Um, there's not much in confusing terrain. Uh, yeah, I, I would call that a, a pretty just standard success. Um, just to look at my DC by level chart. I could probably announce the DC beforehand, but uh, <laughs> maybe I'll do it on the next check. Um, okay, so yeah, you guys drift through the sky, um, unaccosted by anything as you travel. Um, you stay relatively high up and can still see pretty far out. Um, but as you reach towards the end of your your day of travel, you, um, you reach a part of the plateau that is actually uh, it is much cloudier. Um, so you have to you do end up drifting a, a bit lower to the ground. Um, at one point during the day, uh, you do spot down below uh, a a group of aurochs. Um It's a very large group, maybe uh, like. Four dozen of them, um, just Ooh. all standing about, uh, grazing. They must have found some spot of grass, but you can you can sort of well since you're lower now, you can you can make them out more clearly. Um, they're clearly just heads down and chewing at small vegetation. Um, you pass uh, by the Storval River. Uh, this is obviously the the northern half of it. Uh, you're uh, I guess you're very familiar with the Skull River side of it, but it's one of the many rivers that lead into the Storvald Deep. Um, and yeah, you continue on passing uh, out of the sort of more grassy valley around the, the river uh, and up along the foothills of the Kodar Mountains, uh, where it is a lot rockier. Um, but in turn, uh, it is you are actually reaching an area that actually has had a bit of snow. Um, and the snow is stuck to the ground, but it's only 
Uh, it's not even an inch of snow. It's just like a, a light dusting. Uh, so when you when you land, uh, it's this time you're able to land in a, a kind of a, a rough rock formation or like a small open area amidst a rock formation that's a lot more uh, enclosed, and you're able to yeah just kind of land in the in the soft snow. It kind of kicks up a, a bit of uh, snow and dust as you as you land, but yeah, you you find a much safer looking. Uh, spot than where you were last night. That was part of the reason we went towards the mountains instead of into the plains. That's fair. Um, Either way it works for me. Um, I'll start getting things set up, uh, make food, and get the yurt going. Okay. Um, so while you're making food that you feel another of these rumbles in the ground. This one's a bit longer, more sustained. It lasts for um, about five seconds. Um, you all feel it. It's, it's just like the ground is just shaking violently underneath you. It passes and then there's another green flash in the sky. You can see it this time through the clouds that have gathered up above. The, the clouds themselves flash green. But the, the flash is only there for a half a second, no more, before things go back to normal. Something that sinister is at work. from somewhere in particular? No, it's just, it's just kind of omnipresent all above. It's like when a lightning flash happens. That's not it's great. Be hard to tell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't like how long it's lasted now. Well, maybe we're in more of a hurry than we thought. We're, yeah, we're definitely there. in a rush, in a bit of a rush. Yeah, we're going. So that's we'll hopefully get there tomorrow. I think if we're Scouted it outright. Alright. Uh, anybody doing anything tonight then? Reading. Or with your four Let's hours read. of... Okay, some more reading. More reading for both of you. Gun. I think I will actually um, start attempting to retrain uh into back into devoted focus so a class feat i think it's 10th level one okay well, what I feat are you training out of uh divine wall ah okay so from divine wall to devoted focus again mm -hmm. all right um so you all have another night here. I'm going to assume the same watch order. Sounds reasonable. Mm -hmm. uh, ba -ba -ba Let's do another one of these. And six. No, and twenty. Okay. Uh, you have what is an uneventful night. Um, you all get a, a nice, calm rest. Uh, the wind is is howling um, 
most of the night. Um, the tent flap trembles, uh, shudders. It's constantly uh, making noise. Uh, I mean, the whole tent is making noise. The fabric is blowing strongly, but it stays up. Um, but otherwise, no, no creatures spotted, no incursions upon you. Uh, just a, a night out on out in the wild again you awaken and it is uh, moon day abadius the 21st 4708 ar anything special this morning i don't think i've got anything myself um who else would be good for us to contact like so you sent a letter to Aurelia? I just a it's a letter just straight up asking sorry we hadn't paid you here's some more money please keep an eye on the place for a little while longer we have um let's see we have folks all over that we actually could provide updates to if it would be helpful in 25 um, words or less Sandpoint folk, mm-hmm. the uh, the sheriff there, the Father Xantus, the mayor, or Jakardros and the Black Arrows. Um, we could tell them that we disrupted the. Have they have they heard that we disrupted the Stone Giant army? I thought we mentioned that when we came back. Because we, we came back. back to Sandpoint. We didn't go back to Turtleback Ferry, though. No, we didn't. That's true. Um, the uh, We've just passed over the lands of the Shawanti again. Mm-hmm. We might you would know that there's lots of different Shawanti tribes all over the area. We might have been able to... Back when we were in that area, we might have been able to meet up with them or something if we had wanted to, but... Mm. who else I mean if there's anyone else that would be worth reaching out to before we I mean I we can do it later once we land I suppose if we think yep. of anything along the way okay it's not like it's going anywhere mm-hmm. um, for that matter Asher did you have anything you wanted to send to Jakardras or say to him do, I guess you would have to say it, but we only I mean, have. You can attune to this notes. technically, and I'll just take it back when you're done. Is I it can't a use it. Attunement? Uh, you that? can attune to up to ten items, but this can't be tuned more than once a day. So you'll use it today, and then I'll just take it back for tomorrow. Okay, so it's not like an investment thing where you. It is invested, but so it does cost one investment slot for the day. But you don't need like a week to invest nope. in that. You can invest immediately. You can only invest in up to 10 items per day. So if I invest in this item and then I try to invest in another item, they both count even if I uninvest in it. Okay. So you're welcome to it and then I'll take it back. (laughs) That's reminded me. I think I have two. This morning before we take off, Greshi, could I see that headband again? Oh, sure. And I'll blend, uh, go in the headband to look at real quick. I wanted to check how it's doing at chart. So we needed more 
data points, basically, mm-hmm. to know how much time might still be needed. So I think it's been three or four days since we checked last. Five? Five, or, I would say five. Five sounds right. We, we were checked, in the... We checked before we left the... Yeah, and we, we traveled to Riddleport for two or three days. Stayed one day there, and then two days. So five or six days then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, so you're checking the magical headband that you picked up off of, um, uh, fuck, what's his name? Rexeris. Um, yes. To see if it's, see how the, how it's recharging. Um, yeah, go ahead and give me a, one of the spell, spell casting things. Uh, can I assist time. him or, um, or aid? I've been doing sure. And I'll put my... Mm, I will attempt to assist or with or aid with Arcana. Um, is this a recall knowledge check? Um, I mean, it's an identify. The identify recall knowledge. Mm. It might not be. If not, it's identify a thirty-five. Is the if it is, it's a thirty-eight. I think. I don't. Believe I think you're correct. Knowledge. So thirty-five then to assist. I'm okay. still not seeing a plus item. Oh, there it is. Three plus item. Okay, so yep. sorry. Uh, yes, that is... And you're an expert, so that is a plus two. So that is a total of 30 on the check um, for this item. I don't think that's enough. Um, you can definitely tell that the item is recharging. Like, there's more magical energy being infused in it as he's invested into it each day, but I mean, it definitely needs more um, it's, it feels like it's maybe more than it's, halfway it's done working, but, but... You, you, it's hard to yeah it's hard to know exactly when it'll be it's done. working but I don't know how long it's going to take that's fair well I'll put it back on and invest it I suppose it'll work one of these days um, Asher, did you want to send a message to Jakardros? What did, did we want him to do anything? No. Let him know we dealt with the giants and ogres. Update people. Update. Okay, I was just making sure I didn't have to add anything. No. Specific. <laughs> you can just say hi. Okay, I'll need a minute. Oh, while we float along, I'll think of something to say. Okay. So Asher is <laughs> plotting out his careful uh, word choice for uh, the limited word space of sending. Um, and assuming that's all of your prep uh, going into the travel, uh, you take off. Uh, what's your what's your route? Just up into the, following the, the river here? Following the south of the mountains until it reaches the river and then following the river. Okay. So um, something like that, and then further in, and then kind of hop in mountains is our plan. Okay, so it's about 95 to get uh, up to the... Is it called the mouth of the river, where a river starts? The head. Head of the river? Head of the river. Oh, right, yeah, the mouth is head, the... Yeah, either one. Like the river delta. Or it gets out. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, the head right, spring. You're trying to reach the head of the Stalak River. Um, okay, go ahead and give me whoever's uh, survival check to um, to search or not search to lead the way. Um, going up through the mountains, it should well, be been doing all right so easy. far. So we'll continue. call this a level ten task of twenty-seven DC. 
and a 31 is a success. Um, so you're able to fly uh, up along the southern edge of the mountains um, over the, you can see the Stalak River in the distance, um, and make your way uh, into the, the mountain range following the, uh, going along the river valley. Um, so you're actually kind of having to fly pretty low. Um, as you get into the mountains, um, it is it is actively snowing there. Um, so as you increase in elevation, um, there's more and more snow, uh, and it is it is reducing visibility, um, but uh, and <laughs> increasing in in wind chill. Um, you guys are all wearing cold weather gear, correct? Correct. Um, I don't think the critters are at the moment. But they both have cold resist runes, I think. That is true. Okay. Uh, and warm weather, or sorry, cold weather clothing, or winter clothing is what's called winter clothing. Aye. Winter clothes. Do, 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 do. Uh, winter clothes. Mm-hmm. Or is it clothing winter? One of the two. Um, ah, yes, clothing winter. This just allows you to negate damage from severe elemental cold and reduced, reduce uh, damage from extreme to that of severe. Uh, okay, so yes, this is it is extremely cold, um, so it would get lowered to severe level damage. Um, and okay. So yeah, as you guys are traveling out here in the cold, especially with all the extra wind chill added. Um, let's see. Uh, we will call that 11, 12. Uh, that is 12 points of, so just for this stretch here, uh, along once you get into the into the mountainous area, that's where it starts to get really cold. Mm-hmm. Um, that is going to be uh, twelve points of damage to uh, to each of you uh, if you're not cold weather. Or sorry, the, those who have the cold weather gear, it's twelve damage. And then for the rest, we add uh, only another five to that, so seventeen points of cold damage. All right, so everybody takes 17 points of cold damage without regard to the resistance at all? Uh, sorry, the the ones of you who are not wearing cold-resistant armor take 17. Or, sorry, who don't have winter clothing. That's what I meant. If, if they're not okay, wearing that's winter what clothing... I was so those with winter clothing... With winter okay. clothing, it's only so... 12. And then you can reduce it further. Okay, that's that got, was the trick. Okay, yes, you can reduce it further if you've got. Uh, and Phelan takes resist. twelve because he's got the rune. Sorry, that could have been explained a lot better. And and Rock will take seven for the same reason. All right. Well, I was thinking about prepping uh, endure elements before we set off, but I didn't. So that's on me. It's all right. We have. Healings. I am less concerned about us getting crossbite immediately and more about overnight, but we'll see what we do. 
Okay, so that was 95 miles the of travel. After all. Uh, do, do, do. Mm -hmm. So you have about 65 miles Wait. left. And we're only looking to go about an extra 20 across. About 15 to, to 20. We need to get to the other river, so that'll be whatever it is to get there. If, you know, greater difficult terrain is... Yes. Like 45, I think, out of the 65. But then we still need to find where this camp is at and or find a place to make camp ourselves. Okay. Um, yeah, so we'd call that the, yeah, the 40... Uh, yeah, 45 to get in the vicinity. Um, so that would leave you with... Leaves us with 20. Yeah, that would leave you with 20. Um, I'm sorry for neglecting one of my clicks here, so there we go. Uh, and that would be you're still like traveling this. in the cold. So for that stretch, oop, uh, it has gotten a lot chillier. Uh, do, 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 do. Sorry, that's... Is there more than extreme? Uh, no, no, it's, it's just the, the damage roll was more. <laughs> um, <laughs> so those of you with with cold uh, with winter clothing, uh, you take sixteen points of cold damage. Uh, and without winter clothing, that's twenty six points of cold damage. So I think it's twenty six to the pets, and then. Uh, only starting to hurt failing a bit. Uh, but you're able to use end up just kind of flying around, weaving around the mountains. Um, you're looking out for any signs of a, a, a giant mega mountain uh, taller than all the rest uh, and Everest amongst the peaks, but uh, there doesn't seem to be anything like that. All of the this, the clouds well, I mean, the clouds have reduced visibility considerably um, the snow has been picking up, it's getting more and more uh, snowy the further and further you get up into, uh, up in elevation um, but you do eventually reach the river that you're looking for um, or you, you certainly hope so, you, you find a river um and it's it's a, a little ways down into the valley where the river is, um, but you, you fly down towards it. Um, now it is a matter of locating this camp. How do you guys want to do that? So you've got like 20 miles. That's going to be up to you too with this sharp eagle eyes. I, yeah, I think that's um, so. The way I've aimed us, it should be to the north, along the river. I've I've intentionally brought us down a little bit further south than we think the campsite will be. So it should be a little bit north, as long as we travel northeast along the river and watch out for the campsite. We should be able to locate it. If they've been deceased for a year, I don't think they'd be magically protected or anything, so... That's fair. 
the other side though being if it's all stormy and such I'm not sure how much is going to survive from being underneath the snow yeah you can see certainly in this part on. in this part of the mountains where the snow is still I mean the snow is coming down quite heavily around you um it's just a constant stream of snow. It feels very eerily silent uh, as the sound is just muffled. Uh, the sound is all just being muffled uh, by the by the snow. Um, River still flowing, or is it frozen up? Um, the the surface of the river is seems to be very like frosted in parts. Um, Actually, yeah, this far north, yeah, the the surface looks looks pretty uh, frozen, but it looks like it's like flowing just underneath. Underneath, um, so it hasn't totally frozen over. Um, but it does look very cold. Um, and yeah, you, you can when you're if you fly down closer to the the river itself, you can definitely hear it um, rushing. But um, yeah, if you would like to. If you like to just travel north up the river, you can. Um, to actively search, that would that would be more deliberate. Um, it yeah, it could be buried under snow. It might not be directly against the river. You don't really know. Mm -hmm. um, the only indication on the map is just near the river. Um, so yeah. Um, someone will need to lead with a perception check. I think that's what we'll need to do. Um, Asher, did you want to take over? Sure. We'll see. Well, here comes my one. Let's do it. Oh, sorry. Uh, when I said lead, you multiple oh. people can do the perception check, except I guess it's... Oh, sure. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, it's two ones I... for an 11 and a 38. <laughs> roughly as close as we're going to get so I'll I'll perceive as well I suppose and I have a, a nat 20 for 42 all right a natural 20 for 42 nice. uh, and th this is a difficult task so uh, okay so you guys are flying um, near the river uh trying to trying to stay uh high up enough that you can see both in the valley like close to the river and the surrounding areas you're like looking for um any signs of uh <laughs> anything really um there's just a lot of uh trees um this part of the well, there's there's a lot of scattered like little bits of forest, like some clumps of trees here and there. Um, you spot the occasional uh, uh, hooved animal, like goats, uh, herds of goats. Uh, not herds, but uh, I guess there are still. A, I suppose they're still a herd if they're not. Uh, sorry, it's semantics. Um, they're not being farmed by anyone. It's just a group of a group of goats. Uh, standing as they do on a, on a cliffside um, precariously uh, chewing at little vegetation um, in the in the mountainside uh, you drift around searching yeah for any possible sign um, 
it's starting to get darker um, as the sun is setting. You're, you're rapidly losing daylight hours as the as the the snowstorm begins to kind of pick up more and more. Um, visibility gets more and more reduced as you're just kind of surrounded in a flurry of snow. Um, even Asher, with your eagle eyes, you, you, you can't seem to spot anything that looks like um, it was man-made. But... Gun, you do, uh, with that natural 20 and a 42, you do manage to spot uh, in the, as the sun is setting, the, the glint of something shiny um, reflecting the sun. A first you think like maybe something metallic, but no, it's a window. Um, you spot just a few, um, like a maybe 30, 40 feet from the uh, edge of the uh, edge of the river, um, built up against a stone or against a sheer cliffside. Um, is a some kind of hut, uh, not hut, some kind of like log cabin, basically, um, built up against the side of the the cliff. Uh, the cliff itself is maybe about forty feet tall, um, and the the house or cabin is kind of built on both parts. It's built. There's like a, a one uh, half of it is at ground level. And then there's a, the center of the uh, cabin has like kind of a, a like a towery section um, that leads up to the uh, part, uh, a second part of the cavern, uh, cabin that's like overhanging the cliff um, at the top. So there's kind of like a top half of the cabin up above and a, a bottom half of the cabin below with like a, a kind of a wooden tower connecting the two pieces. Um, the, it, is, it is completely covered in snow. Um, and there's seemingly no, no paths or anything leading to it. Um, it is just, there's a good, uh, like three feet of snow, uh, covering up all, like covering up the entry, uh, to, to all the doors. Um, but you do, you do spot it there. Um, you, you tell the others to look, and you you all turn and, and see it. Just, you can just barely make it out in the in the flurry of um, flurry of the blizzard. Let's fly directly down there. All right. Point. You point us in the direction we'll go. Yeah. I mean, if it's is there any other kind of um, structures around? Maybe like. Um, tie-ups for horses or a dock anything like that nearby um sure let's see so yeah looking around you do spot um what looks like maybe on the lower level section um maybe a couple hundred feet um to the west is what looks like maybe a cavern entrance um possibly a mine it looks like there's maybe a couple of wood beams um holding up the the entrance to this cavern um 
but it, that too is just fully covered in snow. Um, the there doesn't seem to be any kind of uh, dock or anything connected to the river. Um, and there don't appear to be any fresh tracks or anything in the snow, as far as you can tell. So it's, it's all the, the snow is very deep and very fresh, mm-hmm. um, and it looks untouched. Um, which direction do you lead the group, Greshi? There's kind of two. There's the the part of the cabin that's uh, at the base of the cliff, and there's the part of the cabin that's on the top of the cliff. But the the one that's on the top of the cliff is kind of overlooking the 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 river and the valley. I think I'd go up to the upper one. I'm a little concerned about being at the bottom of a cliff in these mountains, but who knows? Just concerned about possible avalanches. So we'll go to the upper one. Okay. Um, you glide the group down through the snow um, towards the uh, the top half of this uh, actually kind of impressive wooden structure. Um, this building looks like it's in disrepair. The you can see where parts of the roof have caved in a bit um, from just being out here and weathering the elements and under the weight of that much snow possibly multiple times uh yeah it's mm-hmm. the wood is the wood is definitely cracked in some spots uh, and caved in um there is there's a clear kind of porch section um that is covered um it's a large wide porch there's a um two wooden rocking chairs um, clearly visible um, under the covered porch. Mm. Um, there's like a little, uh, a short wooden staircase that leads up to it. Um, it's on the, this floor is maybe, it seems like it's maybe a couple of feet elevated off of the actual ground of the uh, the cliff side. Or sorry, uh, well, it's, it's a couple of feet off of the ground. It's on like stilts, sort of. Um, and the little staircase leads up to up to that, uh, and then there's a visible door um, that leads into the house, but it is closed. Well, we will aim for the door and see if anybody's home. I kind of hope not. I'm pretty sure nobody should be here anymore. They'd all be dead, probably. Well, so do you? Do you actually we'll have the group and end the spell though? Because right now you guys are just kind of flying see... outside. Sure. Yeah, uh, do we see anything? Off. Anything of note? Any dangers? Any obvious creatures about? Um. I mean, I'm kind of concentrating on the spell. I can only do so much, but. I guess perception checks if people want to look around. Any further than that? Yeah. Just want to make sure I'm not landing us in the middle of like a bunch of things that are about to kill us. 29. Uh, 31, but again, I'm distracted, so I don't know how well it does. Gun's eyes work really well. 41? 41? Okay. Um, Got contacts. (laughs) (laughs) So you're all kind of being buffeted with with snow. Um, 
and it's it's hard to see much of anything other than just that that bit of section under the porch. Um, Gun, you notice that there is uh, just beside the um, stairway entry into the building um, is a, a singular, like, thick tree. Um, like, a really thick-based tree. Um, looks rather ancient. There's no... Um, there's no leaves to speak of. Uh, and it looks kind of gnarled and weathered. Um, looks like it's maybe been dead a, a long time. Um, and But there's something odd about it. You notice that as you guys are kind of floating there, you, you could swear that some of the branches have moved, and not because of the wind, but they've moved to like reveal something. Uh, an eye, maybe? You're not sure. The, the wind, the snow is just blasting over, but you, you swear that the tree has, has just looked at you. Uh-oh. All right. Look out, we may have trouble incoming. Don't look, look, but that tree is probably about to come get us. Okay, um... <laughs> trees often attack people? I was going to say, is this a regular thing for you that trees attack people, or is there something particular you're concerned about? I think this one is something in disguise. Okay. We should we should land and prepare before we see what it might be. Maybe leave it alone. Perhaps it's uh, defensive. Fair enough. We could go in the house if you... Well, we, at the very least, let's get out to the elements. It's very, very cold. So the tree so. itself is like maybe 10 feet away from the staircase that leads up into the porch um, okay so it's right there it's not we, it's not distant at all on the porch how far I mean, I mean you can't land on the porch because it's covered I mean you could land on top of the covering of the porch if you wanted oh I see I figured it was covered but open on some of the oh sure yeah. yeah you could you could try to fly into it yeah that's, that's that like is, from one side doable from the, it, it's roughly doable. There is like a, a, a small railing. Skipping so the staircase careful. and just... We are made of clouds, though. Scooting in over the railing. I I mean, if we can try and dodge the tree, but my concern is if it's only 10 feet away from the stairs, I don't know what kind of reach those things have, but I don't know if we're going to be particularly safe on the porch. Can I, like, consider if I know about trees that look at people? Um, sure. Give Do you know me... about lumber? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> give me, give me a nature check. <laughs> nature. I'm. Should I use points on this? I mean, we've got plenty, but. I want to use points you. on this. You want I to know, want to know what it is. I want to know what this tree is. I want to know what the tree is. <laughs> I want to do really well. A 33 plus 9, I suppose. Plus 9. Mm -hmm. yep. So 42. 42, uh, sorry. I don't 44 <laughs> for an 11. 42. Do that and then add your point back. There we go. 
Um, sorry, it's a 42. Um, okay. Look straight um, at it. <laughs> uh, massive it tree like this? You've, you've not heard of... Well... <laughs> if... Dubious knowledge? If there were dead people here, it's possible that their bodies could have attracted something like you you've seen or you've heard stories of um what they call horror trees um that consume the the flesh of the the recently deceased um and then use that flesh to sprout and grow bigger and stronger and they just kind of wander in search of uh dead like corpses basically they're the corpse trees is another another word for them but they eat bodies whole and digest them inside and store the uh if you if you were to open one up um you'd find all of the bones of its victims inside are they victims if they're dead i guess it could kill them and then consume their bodies uh yes yeah the you you've heard stories of them attacking people, uh, but they they tend to go, mm. they tend to seek out the like injured or recently dead. Um, that's in terms of okay. them hunting things. You've you've heard stories of this kind of tree, <laughs> tree-like creature, but it's not really a tree. It's it, it's more of like an undead abomination. We land on the porch as far as possible from the tree. Do I think that would give us enough room to land safely? Um. Do you? <laughs> I mean, a... if I could see a battle map, I'd probably know the answer right away. But like, is it like thirty Giant feet? Tree. Um, the tree itself is. Uh, like four by four squares. Um, that's a big tree. Yeah, it's a big tree. Uh, yeah, when I said big tree, it's a real big tree. Um, if it had, if this, if if this were a creature and it had reach, you imagine that it could probably reach everywhere on the porch. The porch itself is only, uh, okay like 15 feet across it's, uh, it's about can we f 25 feet let's try going let's try ending the spell first let's fly somewhere else end the wind walk and then try to come up here are we actually made of air can you like go through a door crack uh, no. maybe you're not <laughs> you're not really fully made of air you are still a somewhat solid form if you tried to interact with basically anything, the spell will end. Okay. And you fall. We can go to the bottom of the cliff. I was just thinking that, that as much as I'd rather not get buried underneath an avalanche, I'm not feeling confident about our chances with a tree without knowing what it does. I think it's worth it to prepare first seems reasonable to me well let's uh, check out the bottom then 
We can always come back and deal with this uh, tree like here. Two trees down bottom. It's like ah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> okay, you you fly down to the uh, the base, uh, the lower level of the cabin, um, and it is it is yet yeah, leaned up right against the uh, or possibly built into the side of the uh, sheer stone cliff. Um, there are two entrances that are visible from the uh, northern side. Um, one seems to be a, a double wide door. Um, the other is... Uh, that's the, the northernmost entrance. Um, there's a... That part has like a bit of a, a covering in front of it, I guess. Um, maybe like a like a... A five foot overhang over the door. Um, it looks like maybe a possibly a, a shipping receiving kind of room or like a entrance to a building. Um, it's it's got that style of large kind of barn doors almost. Um, the other door is uh, a bit more Sorry. like normal sized, um, and that one's uh, just a little bit further to the south. Um, but they're both they're both north facing doors. Uh, no no dangerous looking trees down here. Just um, just the building. Just the other danger that we can't see. Hmm. Well, perhaps if we land down below, right by the door, we can knock, let ourselves in, and then prepare get warmed up and prepare I sure let's do that and then we'll head down towards the uh, which entrance do we want to go to the larger one or the smaller one take your pick I suppose let's yeah, do the smaller one rather than the uh, larger loading doors okay yeah the larger ones definitely look like they're yeah more for loading unloading so you decide if mm -hmm. you're trying to knock it's probably best to use the smaller door um, so you will you bring the group down in front of the door um, the the wind from your spell uh, making the the, uh, the log uh, <laughs> the Lincoln logs of the cabin rattle um, <laughs> as you as you land um, and as the the wind dismisses you can uh, things kind of fall silent as just still snow falling all around you. Uh, the only sound really is the, the creaking of the wood of the building um, itself, um, just ever so slightly. Um, the door itself just rattles a bit in the, in the light gust um, of wind that's around you, but everything's silent. There's no light inside the building as far as you can tell. Um, or like you don't see any light coming from under the door. Um, there is a, uh, on, uh, just around the corner, there, there was what looked like a window, is the window that Gunn saw. Um, is in fact the, the only piece of glass on the building, is this one singular window. It's, it's a large window, um, maybe like a six foot by three foot window, um, you can trudge through the snow uh, very slowly. Uh, 
the the snow is is already like three feet deep. It's it's pretty thick. You're you're all freezing out here. Um, you can waddle through the snow to go over towards the window um, if you wish, or you can approach the door. Sounds good, Grishy. That pack of yours has cookware. Is that correct? Aye, it does. Do me a favor for old time's sake. Hand me uh, a whisk, <laughs> if you would. I will reach into the um, to the knapsack and pull out a couple of utensils before I find the whisk. And it's a regular sized whisk, but it's rainbow colored. It's nice. And we'll uh, pass that along. <laughs> okay, you pass over the whisk to, to Gun. As per tradition, I'll cast a light upon it. Okay, uh, you cast light, and uh, as the light courses through the whisk, uh, the, each individual band is a different color of the rainbow, and each of them gives off a different color of light. So you actually end up with this kind of like bright spectrum um, light source. Uh, Excellent. And yeah, you trudge it's through the whisk. snow uh, just around the corner with the whisk. Uh, holding it up to, to get a better view into the cabin. Um, the the sun is setting and uh, it's starting to grow dark, but uh, with the help of the light, you're able to, to peer inside. And... You can see um, through the very dusty... Uh, window um there's a a small chain like small room uh before you um it looks like it's got like a, a bare paint uh, plank floor um and a simple uh like fur rug possibly probably a hunted from a local fauna um, and there's a door in the back of the room um, that looks like it leads to a closet and then a second door uh, to the left of that one um, and it looks like there's something etched into the door um, you you adjust the whisk to try and get a better a better view and your, your eyes kind of narrow, uh, peering into the darkness, and you can just barely make out the words to be continued. <laughs> and that is where we'll end the session for tonight. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us. <laughs> Hope you're having fun, uh, and we will begin our look into the the mysterious cabin next week right next week next week i think that should be all right next week mm -hmm. all right 31st next week the 31st set your calendars uh we got some some fun stuff in store what became of the the dwarves that searched for the city of gold uh will anyone get the letters that they were sent this week well, Shalalu, we'll crawl back. Some point. 
Tune in next Will time. I get to send my letter. Oh, that's true. Asher hasn't sent his letter. Uh, make a note of that. <laughs> Why didn't you send it? No, I was going to send it when we got done with our trip, and now we're in the midst of this. Okay. <laughs> should have said something while we could have. I specifically what? said if we don't send stuff I'm now, sure. we're not going to have a chance to. No, I said we'll send it when we get there, and everyone's like, cool. <laughs> well, we'll see. I will Asher send his letter? While we flow. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll find out next time. Third action. Yeah. Good On night. the internet. <laughs> internet, go.